What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside absolutely nobody. Solo, Dolo, Scarface, no Manolo, but we are going to have an amazing show. I do have a great guest scheduled. He should be calling in. Fellas, make sure we're logged into Blog Talk because it's going down. We will be having Daryl Peoples on the show. Do not confuse Daryl Peoples with the actor from Shaft, okay? No. We're talking about the Presidente of the IBF. He'll be on the show. And, uh, yeah, we got some questions for Mr. Peoples, and uh, we're hoping he joins us here briefly. So, Brandon, if you're listening, not the eye in the sky, but the ear in the clouds, make sure uh, that the lines are working and get Mr. Peoples on the line. Everybody on YouTube joining us right now, don't forget to smash that thumbs up button as you're joining us live because we definitely need those, uh, need that algorithm to get it working, right? So we're here first and foremost to discuss the fact that Sandor Martin is replacing an ill Jose Pedraza. And he's going to fight Tiafimo Lopez December 10th. This was an already scheduled date that Tiafimo Lopez was supposed to fight Jose Pedraza on. Pedraza's allegedly sick. They're saying it's non-COVID related. Is he really sick or did they just realize that the fans did not give two shits about this fight? Now, Sandor Martin at least has got the big upset over Mikey Garcia. But he has lost once or twice, so it's not like he's the most dangerous foe. Uh, I believe Anthony Yigit might have beat Sandor Martin. So I'm going to just go ahead and pull up his box rec to be sure. He does have two losses, one of them coming to Anthony Yigit or at the hands of Anthony Yigit, and then someone else way back when in España, in Barcelona. Uh, he fought Alexandri. Lepeli, or whatever the hell that is, right? So, not a not the toughest task for Tio on paper, but definitely Sandor has the argument that since his loss to Yigit, he's turned it around and been on a 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 fight win streak with uh, the biggest name on that list being Mikey Garcia, the four-time champion, uh, obviously on the back half of his career. And, you know, Martin gets credit for stopping Mikey Garcia in the sense that he's retired. He never fought again since then. So it was Sandor that made him realize, mm, you don't want to do this anymore. Because let me tell you, it had to have been a difficult for Mikey to leave this game on a loss. Most fighters... They prefer to go get a tune-up somewhere versus retiring on a loss. But, uh, you know, Mikey made a hell of a lot of money without a doubt. So uh, I'm sure he didn't care about wins and losses at that point. He's got a collection of toys that he loves to flaunt. So shout out to Mikey for being blessed and making the right decisions uh, in this sport. Once again, we will be joined by Daryl Peoples uh, momentarily um, waiting on the exact time that uh he'll jump on here on the back end um but haha okay so 
looks like we just got confirmation that Mr. Peoples canceled. Yeah, this is show business, you see. And now my 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 producer sending me all types of uh, angry face emojis, right? And it's like this is exactly why I don't deal with the scheduler because you know it can ruin you. Um, you know, you spend all that time getting it together, and then boom, they choose to cancel. But we'll we'll, we'll stick to the topic, which is Sandor getting his Willy Wonka ticket, right? Boxing is getting it right. Uh, we have Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis that have agreed to everything. We have DAZN and Showtime that didn't block that fight. And now we have the WBC that obviously ordered Sandor Martin to face Tiafimo Lopez. And now magically Pedraza is injured. Fellas, can we get the thumbnail? Let's just show them. Obviously, uh, I am thanking the WBC because... Had they not ordered this last week, maybe we'd still be in the position where we'd be watching Pedraza and Tio. Because let's be real. On paper, Tiafimo Lopez fighting Jose Pedraza makes more sense in New York City, Madison Square Garden, as Pedraza is un puertorriqueño. Tiafimo's hondureño. Salen los latinos. Una fiesta. You know what I'm saying? Like, they come out and it's a party. By bringing in Sandor Martin, who's from España, <laughs> and nobody knows him. Uh, and then you got Tio, who's Hondureño. You know, he's not Puerto Ricanio, right? So it's like they lost that fan base they were banking on, that Puerto Rican fan base that they were going to introduce Tio to. But this is a more significant fight for Tio especially because Jose Pedraza is coming off of a draw. You know, it was... The intentions of top rank for Beltraza to look good in front of Richard Comey. So then he can get the big Tiafimo fight on Madison Square Garden, you know, in front of all his Puerto Rican brethren. But it didn't go down like that. It didn't go down like that. But for you and I as boxing fans, the boxing gods have gotten it right. They've taken out Jose Beltraza, who's tired and old, and they've replaced him with a rejuvenated Sandor Martin that's coming off the biggest win of his career in Mikey Garcia. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Now, for Tio, this puts him in position. Obviously, Tio gets this win, uh, and he is one step closer to a WBC title shot that obviously makes him a two-division champion. So, at 140... The title is vacant, right? Which means if Tio beats Sandor Martin, he can be the winner uh, of Zepeda and Regis Progre that's going to be happening in November. Uh, so, yeah, this is a perfect setup fight for Tio. And let's be real, you know, after the, uh, what, did, what who do you have? Liam Pado or, you know, Ocampo, somebody like that Tio just fought. Sandor Martin is a step up from that, but it's not a step into the elite. So it gives him another opportunity to continue to work on himself and acclimate to the 140-pound division to be the best version of himself. But that WBC title is vacant, but like I said, the number one, Jose Cepeda, and the number two, Regis Progre, will fight each other for that belt. But Sandor Martin, Tiafimo Lopez winner, automatically becomes 
the mandatory for that situation. And obviously for Tio, you know, he's a guy that um, he's got the machine behind him. He's got top rank, who's been doing this for the longest, and he's got um, ESPN. So if he gets the win versus Martin, I don't think we'll have drawn-out negotiations. Plus, Zepeda already plays nice with top rank. And Regis is with Probellum, who doesn't have a network. And while Bob said he won't deal with them, there's a purse bid situation for ESPN to win. They didn't win that purse bid situation in the Zepeda fight. But, again, they have a second opportunity to win a purse bid situation and bring Tiafimo the WBC championship back home. And by home, I mean on his home network. But we do got some callers. Uh, you can call in. Guys, put that number up top for the blind. Oops. I mean, for the people that can see, right? <laughs> you know, so that you can know where to call in. one 569 5241 I want you to voice your opinion. Let me know what do you think of Sandor Martin replacing Jose Cepeda, who I think this is a way better fight. I guess that's my first poll, probably first and only poll. Uh, so we'll go with the entire title and just use the options as your answers, which are, you know, a great replacement fight. No, I would rather have Peldraza, you know. So we'll go with that, and I'll go ahead and open up these phone lines. If you want to call in, once again, the number to call is one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press one one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Uh, my audio is not working on the laptop. All right, so let me go to Blog Talk. David, what up? Yo, De Lomil, what's good, Nestor Gibbs? Chilling, chilling. Talk to me. Yo, I already, I already got my tickets for the Tiafimo fight. Um, I think Pedraza, name-wise, and based on his accolades, is a, is a better name than Sandor Mountain. But Pedraza is a guy that started at 130 pounds. He was stopped by Tank. He was, he was stopped by Tank. He was beat up by Lomachenko. So I think Sandor Martin is a, is a more is a live body. He's a, he actually beat Mikey at 147 pounds. So this is a big guy that Tiafimo is going to fight. So it's going to be interesting, but I think Tiafimo is going to put it together. Because one thing I know, since Tio moved up in weight, he's going to focus more on his boxing skills rather than trying to knock people out. And then he's just going to let the knockouts happen naturally, like he did with Pedro Campa. Um, and let's see what happens, man. I got Tio all day. Boy, he goes for Tio, even though Pedraza's Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican. At the end of the day, I can't ride with all my Puerto Ricans. He was going to get sacrificed at the end of the day. And I got Tio Fimo. I was going to have Tio beating Pedraza in four or five rounds. I got Tio beating Sandor Martin in about eight or nine rounds. That's how I see this fight. And then after that, it'll probably be the winner of Regis Pro Grace or the winner of Josh Taylor. But that's neither here nor there, man. I've been trying to call him for for a minute, and that's and Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia got announced. I really was under the impression that we was going to get Tank Davis versus Gary Russell, but now I found out that he's going to fight the guy that beat Chris Colbert. Is that right? Yeah, bro. Uh, on the Rise podcast, Coach Kenny Ellis, who trains Javonta Tank Davis, he said it's <clears throat> Hector. 
He said it's Garcia. And he said it, you know, Yo. confidently, like, yeah, that Garcia guy. Like, they're going to, like, they about to put hands on him. That's which one you think would have posed a better challenge to Tank? Um, the guy that he's going to fight or the other Dominican guy that knocked out, um, that knocked out Ryo? Yeah, I mean, Edwin De Los Santos is the man that you speak of. Uh, on the line, there was some sort of WBC continental or Latino belt, and the truth is uh, he had a great performance versus a prospect. That Rayo was not a contender. Uh, I don't know that Rayo beat – okay, yes, Rayo beat one former champion, so maybe in some forum, on some Discord – channel someone is debating that Rayo was a contender I'm gonna say he was still a prospect and uh you know that doesn't earn De Los Santos a pay-per-view shot at Tank uh I I see that you guys think he's a threat but remember he already had a loss before he fought Rayo so if if someone lesser than Tank beat him that you don't even know what is Tank gonna do that being said I would have pref not preferred I thought the uh, two options that are rumored are, are, I think those two options that are rumored are Belto Puello, WBA 140-pound champ, who Tio allegedly was going to fight, and uh, Hector Garcia, WBA 130-pound champ. Those are amazing options. Those give Tank the ability to become five times, five times champion. Those are both threats. Uh, and, uh, again, amazing options. Yo, Ness, I noticed um, what they're doing right now with the Dominicans in boxing. The Dominicans are actually doing better than I've ever seen. Ever. In my ever. Years better than boxing. ever. Better than ever. This is like the yeah. year of the Dominicans. The only thing is, yeah, the only thing is we haven't had, like, and I say we because I'm Latino, so he's definitely one of us too. Um, I'm Puerto Rican, though. But the, we, we haven't had a Dominican champion that's been elite that actually held it down. You know what I'm saying? We had champions that won the belt and then lost it. And it's like the Dominicans are somewhat turning into the new Argentinians, with the exception of they haven't been able to reign like the Argentinians have. They're bringing the Dominican fighters in, and they're using them as sacrifices. They're used to the Colbert and the shit. That, 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 you see how that turned out. They used the Dominican with Ryle. He got upset. They used the Dominican with, with J-Rock. You see how that turned out. So you never know, man. You never know. But I got Tank beating this guy. Tank right now looks dialed in. You know, at one point I had a thing where I felt like he wasn't focused. He was out there partying too much, hanging out with the rappers. But he seems dialed in. I think Tank is going to take this guy apart. And um, as for Tank and Ryan, at one point, I didn't think too much of Ryan Garcia. I take back some of the things I said because physically he poses a problem to a lot of people. He's not – I still think he doesn't beat Tank. He doesn't beat Teal. He doesn't beat Haney. And he doesn't beat Shakur. But I like his chances with everybody else, including Lomachenko. So, I don't know, man. Is Ryan Garcia going to fight a tall man's fight? Or is he going to fight a tall man's pressure fight? Because Tank, even though knocked out Roley moving backwards, he wasn't fighting that good moving back. He was just running around the ring waiting for a big shot like Regan died. He wasn't moving around and jabbing and, and, and doing, you know, like Penel Whitaker used to do like back, back, box circles around you. So I think if Ryan could hurt him, he could put pressure on Tank but not be as reckless as Roley did. But I still, I still got Tank winning that fight. And I agree that you said um, I could see Ryan becoming the champion again if, as long as he comes back from this 
you know, with, with his mind intact. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I just think he's young enough. He's with the right promoter. He's got the big enough following that win or lose, he'll get another opportunity, man. I mean, uh, off yeah. top, off top, Sergey Lipinets <clears throat> has gotten how many title shots? You know, Mikey Garcia, how many title shots? Pedraza, how many title Chizora. shots? Chizora, bro. He's Chizora. the king. He's the king of getting a shot and not winning, not actually winning one. You know what I mean? So, word. Yeah, but um anything of, else, um, champ? Anything yeah. else? What you got? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say something. Oh yeah, um Golden Boy Promotions. At one point, man, go I think Golden Boy is gonna be around for a long time. They got the blueprint like Bob, you know, and I say that to say this, you know, they lost like damn near their whole roster to, to um PBC, right? But right now PBC is not building up anybody new. All of their guys are in their 30s. They have a couple of prospects, but they're not building nobody. With that being said, Golden Boy is going to be around for a while. It's like, a, it, it's like, I don't know if you watch other sports, it's like the Atlanta Braves. They never sign nobody big. They just build them guys from the ground up, like what Top Rank is doing. And I think Golden Boy is going to be around for a while, man. They got, they picked up that kid. I don't know if you know about the guy, um, Kid Austin. He's, he's a problem. I've been watching him for, for a little while. He had some history with Devin Haney. The guy's very skillful. He's actually calling out Shakur Stevens. You hilarious. He has some history called, with Devin Haney. <laughs> no, that's what I, yeah, I've seen, no, seen that. I've seen that on, the, um, on Moonshine's channel. But the kid's also calling out Keyshawn Davis. He's pretty good. And I say that yeah, once again because I mean, Golden Boy's going to be around. But you home. calling out Keyshawn is like, is Keyshawn, Keyshawn listen, Keyshawn's, you know Keyshawn's in the top 30 of the WBC. Where is your man at? And he's my man, yeah, too. He's my man, too. But, like, you know, one dude got to play catch-up. I agree with you. Uh, listen, I never said that. I never said that. Um, I say, I never said Kid Austin to beat these guys, but I say he's a hell of a, he's a good young fighter coming up, and he's calling out the smoke. He's calling out Keyshawn Davis, but, you know, that's not going to happen. It don't make sense right now. Mm. And speaking of Keyshawn, that Tiafimo card is going to be lit. I heard Keyshawn's on the card. Shushu's going to be on the card. I mean, you know, they're um, going to have all the, all the prospects on there, man. They're going to have all them Hell dudes yeah. on there. They got Jared Anderson. I'm sold on him. That guy reminds me of Riddick Bow. He cracked the and top And they're also going to have Vander Zayas. He cracked the top 15 yeah, in the WBC. He number 15 now. And he got to fight Jerry Forrest, man. If he beats Jerry Forrest, I want to see him face um, Daniel Dubois next. If he wipes, if he, yeah. you know, if he washes, if he washes Jerry, he gotta wash him. Then, then go ahead and go ahead and get that belt from Dubois, so that when Usyk vacates, you know, he's already in line for the WBA uh, full belt. Yeah, I already knocked out Fury and Sparring. I don't know how true that is, but that's what they say. Yeah, nah, that ain't true. According to him, it ain't true. Ain't true. But okay. you know. Who, Yo, what, if, what, 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 you know, not very many people, you know, uh, tell what goes on in sports. Ness, I, I was trying to tell you something off topic. I seen that you mentioned a few times, man. I heard you mention Michael Carbohol a few times. Let me put you on, man. Uh -oh. Michael Carbohol is a flyweight, was a junior flyweight that actually, I think probably, he might be the only one at the time that headlined pay per view. He made over a million dollars. In a unification fight with um Humberto Chiquita Gonzalez, bro. So that's a 
That's a special fighter. I don't know when you're going to have him on the show, but I overheard you saying uh, something. He's going to be on our live world. show in Phoenix, Arizona, where we perform live from uh, the arena for the stage front collaboration that we're going to be doing. Um, if you want to sign up and try to win tickets for that event, because we'll be in Phoenix, Arizona for the Estrada Chocolatito 3 fight, at the Desert Diamond Arena in Glendale, Phoenix, Arizona, will be in the AZ Lounge, and we're giving an opportunity for people to win two free VIP experiences for the Estrada versus Chocolatito Three. Uh, it's a VIP package, which includes obviously up close floor tickets for all the fights, official fight pre. Party with myself and my co-host, Ringwalk Danny. Obviously, we'll be doing a live show from within the arena, and you guys are more than welcome to come through if you either win some tickets or buy some tickets. Shout out to Fred Robinson that actually bought two of these VIP experiences. And, uh, you know, he's going to have his opportunity to get some signed merchandise like you can yourself and VIP access to the weigh-ins. Mm -hmm. We'll probably be doing a live show there as well. Now, the winners are going to be announced in about four days, so if anybody is going to do this, you better hurry up and get it done. Uh, do you have anything else, David? Yeah, what's up, man? Ringwall called out with a non-COVID-related illness. Nah, he actually Everybody uh, had some that car trouble. Shit. No, that's your man. Oh, that's man, your man, Pedraza. That was Pedraza used non-COVID-related issues. Yo, but I've seen that shit a lot. People at work be calling out with that shit. Like, what the fuck? If it's not COVID, what is it, monkeypox? I mean, oh, it's a regular, anyway, that's regular, call, regular call for, or cold, common cold, brother. But thank you for calling in. And again, if you want to call in, What's the number to call. All right. The number for you to call is 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. We're talking Teal getting a replacement opponent. A uh, little under 30 days, obviously. A little under 30 days. So we want to hope that Sandor Martin was in great shape and available uh, since he is taking his fight and he will be replacing Pedraza on December 10th at Madison Square Garden. And I just put the link to the stage front VIP uh, raffle or contest. It's not a raffle because you ain't got to pay nothing. Absolutely free. Just go ahead and sign up. And hopefully, we see you in the building. And if you haven't already done so, go ahead and smash the thumbs up. What is the problem? How could it be this difficult? There's always more people watching than thumbs up. It just doesn't make any sense. But the phone lines are open, and yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm here alone. Danny is in the comment section of all places, you know. Uh, hopefully, he uh, didn't suffered too many injuries in his vehicular accident or whatever the hell he got into. Uh, but yeah, one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one is the number to call. Uh, if not, I'm going to have an early day here. I'm going to have an early day because news is done and freaking Mario, uh, Daryl Peoples canceled. So I don't know, maybe he heard the morning show. He knew he was coming with some tough questions. But uh, looks like I'm going to wrap it up. Gentlemen, that'll be it. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up button, future, present, past. It will help with the visibility of the show. And uh, it'll keep this episode growing, which is a new 
segment for us at 12 o'clock. Obviously, we're used to going live every day at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 9 a.m. Eastern. So this 12 o'clock slot is new. So if anybody does want to call and voice their opinion, the number is 1425-569-5241. Looks like we got a caller in the 520. Who's this? Where are you calling from? That's Fred Robinson, man. What's going on? Hey, Fred, what up? Going down, man. Just uh, checking in with you, man. Make, make sure you, you got the smoking section ready over there at the at the place in Phoenix. Oh, man. I just was telling them that you brought two experiences to the uh, stage front VIP, man. So definitely shout out to you. Can't wait till we link up. And it'll be our first time linking up, man. So I'm excited. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Looking forward to seeing y'all, man. Pat, Pat, Pat. I'm, just, I'm just shouting out, man. Just, just checking in. For sure, for sure. Appreciate the check-in. All right, phone lines now are uh, a couple more people done joined us. Let me see who's coming in in 925. 925. Looks like Al in the base. What up, Bay Area? Stand up. Yeah, yo, yo, what's up, what's up? You know, it's me from the Pittsburgh, California. Um, yeah, I was kind of looking for Pedraza, you know, Tia. I thought that was going to be a good fight. Uh, maybe they make it later down the road or something like that. Um, you know, I want to see Tank's fight. I want to see Tank fight Shakur. That's who I want to see Tank fight out of anybody in the 135. I want to see him fight Shakur mm. because him and Shakur been going at it. So I definitely would not mind fight. that fight. So, yeah. yeah. So all the names they were throwing out, I want to see him fight Shakur. But, yeah, that's my call. All right. We're going to next caller in the 470. Where is that at? 470 Atlanta. This looks like Profound Dreamer. What up? What's good, man? Sure. What's good, Ness? You hear me? Perfect. I, I, yeah, man. So, it's a lot I want to get to, man. Um, But I want to say, man, I told y'all, man. I told y'all. Top rank is going to find dogs. And Tia Fimo was going to be in there in another big, another big, highly competitive fight. You know what I'm saying? I know this is kind of short notice, but still, you know, um, Sandra Martin, he just fought when in, in April. So this should still be a, he's still being, you know, sharp enough to really get in shape for like a month or whatever to be able to fight Tia. So just call me, just call me, uh, what you call it? A uh, top ranked dreamer, baby. Mm. Hey, man, let's see, man, let's see. Hopefully he does well. How, what, what, what are you expecting the performance to look like? I mean, I really want to see. I mean, I know Danny was giving T.O. a lot of flack for his last performance, but I think he was just coming back. And, you know, we got to be honest with ourselves. You know, when a fighter loses, takes a loss in the way he does, that has to affect your confidence in somehow. You know what I mean? We only human. So I want to see him get back to championship level form and get back to the, uh, still being exciting, 
but being the best of himself at this at the uh, championship level. So I don't know. I'm I'm expecting good things. I like what I saw in the last fight. You know, taking everything into accountability, the fact that he didn't spar that much. I feel like Tio is is going you know still be exciting and be a, a good name for the sport. So and a good you know championship quality fighter, not like Ryan Garcia where you're just building a name, but also a name and the belts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, I was listening to y'all last show about tank y'all was giving up a lot of information about the tank situation and you know i heard you saying like you know normally you don't like reporting on stuff like that because it's not really boxing but look man i feel like if a fighter gets into some trouble outside of the ring and it could possibly stop us from seeing him that's a boxing story i don't think it's nothing salacious or gossipy about talking about tank's court case situation because we like boxing tank is a championship level fighter and i want to see him compete so you know, hopefully he could pull through this situation. It's a little weird to me that they announce him fights right before and after, like around his, his trial date. So maybe they must know something. But um, I hope it goes right for him. But I don't know. Y'all, say, y'all saying there's a video out there of the situation with the hit and run, man? So I don't know, man. That's stuff I don't like to hear. So I hope, you know, hope everybody involved just get goes the right way, man. But that's that's my call, man. I appreciate y'all show, man. It's good to have y'all back. Oh yeah, and I want to say too, um, what was it? The the coverage that y'all did for the uh, WBC convention, bruh. I've I've been watching boxing since two thousand one, and I've never had this feeling of like like NFL fans when they get to watch like on um, draft night. Mm-hmm. That feeling they get about the news <laughs> that's coming and whatnot. Yeah. Like that's what y'all gave us, yo. That was. Fire, son. I love that. I love that, man. So, like, yo, I really love what y'all do, man, because that coverage was, was beautiful. So I'm definitely going to continue to be a supporter and keep messing with y'all, man. I love y'all show, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, no doubt, man. Peace. All right. Yo, man, this day just keeps getting better. I ain't even going front. Uh, got some great news earlier today. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, the rest of this this evening looks like it's going to be great. I'm going to get to meet a, an extraordinary person. Just check my DM. And Ramblin' Ralph, the TMT, Money Mayweather's announcer, the, the, the guy that Floyd Mayweather takes everywhere, the guy that just announced Mayweather's fight in Dubai, just did the Deji fight, I mean, he just said he would love to announce Border Wars for us. Can you imagine that? Border Wars February 25th with Ramblin' Ralph as the announcer. I'm telling you, it just gets no bigger than this. This is going to be crazy. Uh, looks like we got to all those callers. Let me double check any super chats. Uh, don't want to leave any man behind. But, man, amazing day. Do appreciate, Ralph. Uh, let's see here. We got... Couple of them. $5 super chat from Fred Robinson. Shout out to Fred. He says, Teal needs a real test at 140 for real. I mean, it's a decent test, man. I mean, let's be real. Sandor Martin fought Mikey at 47. Uh, so, yeah, um, it's a big boy. We got Mike Wilkins, $5 super chat. He says, uh, I'm leaning towards Teal, but I'm not counting Sandor out. Yeah, I want to see what Sandor opens up on the money line. And uh, how big a favorite is T.O. going to be? I'm sure there's going to be some money coming in on Martin because he upset the four-division champion in Mikey Garcia. So, you know, it's not 
far-fetched for him to get a win on Tio. It can be in the cards. But, yes, he has suffered those two losses, so it's, it's going to be not everyone will believe he can get a win over the former unified 135-pound champion. Uh, Fred Robinson right back at us with another $5 super chat. He says, Gary Antoine Russell says he wants Tank at 135. That will be nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that. But his brother, who actually won the world title, has been saying he wants Tank for three years. And guess what? He never said it nicely either. So he gave Tank motive to fight him. It never happened. It never happened. So tell Gary, uh, don't wait on that fight on his feet and instead take a seat. LDBC's most wanted $5 super chat says, De lo mio, saludos. What are you guessing? Regis versus Cepeda doesn't pay per views. A million. Genuinely hope us hardcore fans show up and buy the pay per view to grow the sport. Absolutely. And I'm going to support Marv Nation, who is a new promoter and came in here and he, you know, everybody's saying he overpaid. So if we think he overpaid, let's make sure we don't steal the pay-per-view, right? Let's go ahead and support the fact that he gave us this fight because this is a hardcore fan's delight. To get Regis Prograde versus Jose Cepeda, it's a really, really good fight. Um, so right now we're on 158,759. So hey, you, you, grab your phone. Take it out and look up the boxing voice and subscribe, all right? I'm trying to reach 159,000 in the next 20 minutes. So take out your phone, look for the boxing voice, and subscribe. We're trying to get to 159,000. And, uh, yeah, if I can do that uh, right around after or before, you know, lunchtime, that'll be good. So go ahead and do that and help us reach those goals. Uh, and you can also call in to voice your opinion on today's topic by dialing 1425-569-5241 is the number to call if you want to voice your opinion on the Voice of the People hotline where we do care about your opinion, you know. Uh, so let's just look in our live chat here. What is our poll saying? Sandor Martin replaces the ill Jose Pedraza to fight Teofimo Lopez on December 10th at Madison Square Garden. Great replacement fight. 85% of the voting public. That's not bad. That's actually amazing numbers. So shout out to you guys. Um, and shout out to Sandor. Wow. People really, really like him as a opponent. And I did too. When the WBC mandated this in Acapulco, um, I was excited. It was funny. I didn't think we'd get it because we seen Tiafimo come right out and say, oh, we already tried to do a fight with him, and he priced himself out. But look, they were able to hammer it out and get it done and, and replace Pedraza, which is probably the best thing they could have done because no one was excited to see Jose Pedraza face Tiafimo Lopez. And instead, I think that... You know, uh, there is a bit of a buzz for Sandor. You know, again, it's like I opened up the show. Boxing got it right by giving Sandor Martin this opportunity because he is the one that upset Mikey Garcia. He is the one that made Mikey Garcia retire. So, you know, um, we're on a good win streak as boxing fans. You know, we've just got the big announcement of uh, Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis. That's made it all the way to ESPN Sports Center. I mean, uh, Stephen A. Smith. No, that's not Sports Center. It's first take. Stephen A. Smith actually just had Ryan Garcia on that show this morning, which is 
one half of that super fight. So if boxing can just continue to get it right, then we might possibly get that Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford fight that's been escaping us for a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, once again, the number to call in is one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. So uh, let me get a screen share here, fellas. I don't know. Let's see what the producer's producing here. And the audio. No audio? Okay. All right, I guess the... Not working? Let me try something else. Yeah, definitely not working. Let me uh, I'll unplug it and plug it back. Nothing. If you guys are hearing it, I'm not. And neither is the show. Uh, okay, I guess... Uh, we hear all right, let me try it. Nope, we hear nothing. All right, no, no worries, no worries. Um, we will move on. Looks like I got another caller. Hopefully the audio works on the calls. And what is this? LA or Phoenix? 626. Who's this? SDX man. What up, SDX? You already know, Ness. Shout out to you, man. I see my boy Danny took a day off. But don't worry, we're going to take that out of his check. Ah, <laughs> for sure. But, hey, as far as, as, far as the topic, man, I, I think this is a good replacement. Like you said, man, the WBC got it right. Shout out to, I, I think you said Mauricio. I, I like that. They're starting to push and get the, you know, get some good quality fights, man. Stop letting these guys, you know, pick who they want to fight. I feel like the more mandated fights that we get, it'll start to, like, get boxing going to where we know, you know, we're going to see some actual good competition. I will say I want to rock with T.O. on this, like, just because, you know, I, I like T.O., I ain't going to lie, but if he come with that same energy he gave me with Cambosis, I don't know. Like, T.O., like, I just hope he don't look past Sandor Martin. That, that mentality when he get in there and just feel like, oh, well, I wanted this guy, but they gave me this. I'm going to clean him up and move on. I feel like if T.O. go in that fight with that mentality that he had, it, it, it might, you know, it might not turn out like he, like he really wanted to. So um, we're going to look at the odds when the, when the best drop. You know, I'm about that bag. So <laughs> I like T.O., but if, if the money look right and, and he talking that talk by the time, you know, they, they weigh in and all that, and he just looked too confident, man. I ain't gonna lie. I don't think I'm I'm a rock with T.O. because he he showed me he showed me that when his head isn't you know focused on the task at hand or he think it's gonna be a walkthrough, he can get complacent, man. And I feel like and and you you don't play boxing, so at any point in time you don't know what the other guy's coming in there with. You know it is a last minute replacement, but at the same time you don't know what what kind of camp or what type of lifestyle that guy has. So. If Sandor been in the gym and he, you know, he been ready for anything to come up, he could possibly give T.O. some problems. So, uh, I mean, do I, I we know though? Do we know that he's in a gym, or do we do we know that he's in a gym, or do we know, 
or are we assuming that he's in a gym? How, how, why are we not assuming that he's not taking his fight on three weeks' notice, four weeks' notice, because it's a bag, and he can't turn the opportunity down? Yeah, I mean, I, I, we don't know. You're right. Uh, I, just, I just feel like, you know, if, if we look at boxing, you know, even from a hardcore standpoint, it's just some fighters, regardless of if they, the lifestyle they have, some, some fighters, they work jobs, but they still in the gym every day. So, you know, not to say that he's camp camp ready where he'll be 100%, but, you know, some guys who consistently in the gym, at least, on, you know, at a minimum level, they can get ready for a fight on, on the short term like that just because they, they keep themselves around the 50% being ready. So, you know, it's not to say that we know if he's in the gym, but like I said, I just hope he's at least training on a level to where, you know, when a guy accepts a fight like this, yeah, it's about the bag, but you still got to get be able to get in there and fight as well. So, I mean, if he took it on that terms where it's just a bag and I'm going to just take it and go get it, then we'll, we'll definitely see his performance in the ring. And that'll be a walkthrough for T.O., but I just hope, you know, when you get an opportunity like that, that, you know, Sandor just stand on it. Because, like you said, if, if, if Sandor do get the win, what position do you think that puts him in? Title shot, man. Listen, Sandor, yeah, so, so. Sandor's in a better position to, to face Regis and um, if Regis wins, right? Because if Regis wins, he's with Probellum. Maybe Top Rank don't want to deal with Probellum because Bob already said that verbally and publicly. So then that leaves, you know, Regis unable to fight Tio and Tio unable to fight Regis. But if Sandor wins... So then we go back to boxing business if that happens, right? Yeah, but if Sandor wins, no, if, yeah. no business there. I mean, it, you know, uh, Pro Bellum ain't going to have no issue dealing with Sandor. Sandor's last fight, other than this fight, was aired on the zone. They ain't going to have no business dealing with Pro Bellum. So, you know, they ain't going to have no issue. So, yeah, everything would work out, in my opinion. Right. So, so, so in reality, like, like, like you know, it, it basically comes down to, like you said, for Sandor, this is a great opportunity. And, and and in reality, if he, you know, looking to solidify or start, you know, working towards building, you know, legacy, legacy, he, he needs to clean up, you know, T.O. So I feel like that alone might give him that extra ump. If he if he not there physically, it'll give him a mental push to be like, hey, this could put me in a, a position for that title shot. And I hope he just bring, you know, bring everything he got, man. Leave, leave it in the ring because, like I said, he, we've we seen the flaw with the T.O., with T.O. with the Cambosis, and if if if, if uh, Sandor can, you know, at least bring what he got and T.O. ain't thinking right, it, it's a possible chance that he could, you know, go ahead and get a win. So I'm 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 going to look into this fight, and I'm interested to see it, man. Not on the show, though. <laughs> no, I hear, I hear you. Right. No, I'm, no I'm, not talk, I'm talking to my producers. Right. I'm talking to my producers. But thank okay. you. Uh, thank okay. you for calling in. Shout out TDV, man. For sure. All right. So, guys, what's going on is only the blog talk, I guess, because you guys have that set up over there. That channel's working, but, like, my computer uh, sounds, they're not working. Right. See, right there, that sound bite would be working, or any email that I get, or, you know, you'd hear that chime. So this uh, audio jack, you don't have this hooked up, probably. But it's all good. That's the last caller. And I do believe, possibly my last Super Chat. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in.
Catch me on the next one, 6 a.m. Manana is actually, no, tomorrow's Saturday. So uh, I'll be in the gym with Rob Safar and Ibn and hopefully Cody Crowley. Peace.